Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, Interim Chair of the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. With me today is Dr. Bill Maurice, the President and CEO of Mayo Clinic Laboratories. This is our weekly discussion with Dr. Maurice, in which we learn about updates in the field of laboratory medicine and pathology. Bill, welcome back. Good to see you this week. Yeah, good to see you too. I guess welcome back to both of us. I think both of I know. us have been traveling a lot. Where did you just come from? You know, I was down in Kentucky. It's already green. Leaves coming out on the trees up here in Minnesota. It still feels like we're more not so green yet, but I think that as the leaves come out and as the grasses grow, other things start to become material for us as well from a lab perspective, right? Absolutely. Those that know me know I'm interested in vector-borne diseases. So the rule of thumb is when the snow melts, the ticks, and then the mosquitoes come out. And so if you are going outside and enjoying our new warm weather, you do have to remind yourself and your family members to take precautions especially with tick bites early on. That's when we're gonna start seeing the ticks waking up that have overwintered. Ticks can even overwinter in a place like Minnesota and then they come out and they may already be infected. So if they bite you, they can transmit something like Lyme disease, babesiosis, even non-infectious things like we've talked about before, like alpha-gal syndrome. So you have to remember the general precaution preventative measures that we talk about for preventing tick bites. My sense is that in part, we're just now aware of these, these illnesses that you can get from vector-borne, like ticks, from vector-borne illnesses, I should say. But the other is that they're with, uh, they seem to be spreading. There's areas that are becoming more, they're, they're more pervasive than they were in the past. Is that right? It's absolutely true. The ticks are spreading their geographic ranges. We're seeing ticks advance into areas where they weren't present within the past several decades. With them, uh, is spreading new diseases. There was a recent report in the CDC's MMWR dispatch, Babesiosis. It's a parasitic disease transmitted by deer ticks or black-legged ticks. That's now all the way up into Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Those are three states that weren't considered endemic before. Now we have to consider them endemic. So Lyme disease is still our number one tick-borne disease in the, in the U.S., an estimated 476,000 cases each year. So by far our number one disease, but then there are all these others. And then we have new tick-borne diseases like the ones we've discovered at Mayo, Borrelia mayonii, Ehrlichia miris oclarensis. So a lot of reasons to avoid tick bites, Bill. Yeah, for sure. Not to mention they're kind of creepy, but <laughs> yes. um, you know, I do think it, uh, for people to remember, number one, from a lab perspective, a lot of these illnesses are not, if you're not aware of the tick bite, can be very difficult to diagnose. I mean, we heard that from our own patient story, the Mayo Clinic alumnus who had the alpha-gal syndrome. He had a many-year journey to kind of figure that out. He was finally getting to the right person. So I think on the lab side, as you think about guiding the use of tests, making sure you're working with clinicians to make sure they're aware of it, these diseases and that they think to test for them. And then for all of us to really think early, as soon as we're out, we think of ticks being when it's in the summer, but the reality is to your point, they're out there now, particularly in, in other parts of the country that are already warming up. And so you have to protect yourself. And that includes, I think, not just yourself and covering, you have your ABCs and all that stuff, which are great. But I think one of those too, as I think about it, having terriers, which of course, the name for a terrier dogs going to ground, right, from the Latin terra, 
that our pets can also be important means right now. They're out there rummaging around and they can bring ticks in as well, right? Absolutely. And they can get tick-borne diseases too. So this is a good time to bring your pets to the vet if they're going to be outdoors or get the treatments for them to prevent tick bites, repel ticks. They can bite the ticks or the pets. They can also bring those ticks inside and then they can bite your family members or you. Yep. It's something we should be aware of, all of us, right, in terms of prevention and also diagnosis. So and an important role, really important role for the labs. And then we'll get into the mosquito-borne illnesses and, oh. and some of that. And, and then we'll have to watch what comes. I mean, we think about COVID as the pandemic, but I, I still remember what the first thing that we were dealing with when I became department chair in 2015, shortly thereafter was Zika. So yeah. Zika virus thing. transmitted yeah. by mosquitoes. And then of course we still have outbreaks of dengue virus. And then we have lacrosse and um, various forms of encephalitis, Powassan virus cases are going up. So yeah, maybe I'll just refresh and we can finish up by talking about the ABCs of tick bite prevention. A is avoid the areas where ticks are, although if you are an outdoors person, you know, that may not be a great measure. And so if you can't avoid the areas where ticks are going to be, make sure you B, wear your bug spray, and C, cover up exposed skin, less areas where you can get bitten. Yeah, that's right. Important to remember all the time, not mm-hmm. just midsummer. So, yeah. all right. Well, it's good to have you back. It's good to be talking about things. Like that we should be talking about, uh, like preventing tick-borne illnesses and all those things. And as always, great talking with you. Yeah, you too, Belle. More updates to come. Have a great week. You too. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.